Hello there, and welcome to the life of an author. I'm David Patton, and today we're going to be going over some of the differences between short stories and novels, more specifically how you go about writing them. Now, this is an overview episode. I'm not going to hit every single detail that is going to that's going to take multiple episodes, but I'll do my best to give a good overview of the differences between them. Now, the first and most obvious difference is going to be the length. For your writing to be considered a novel, it's going to be 40,000 words or more. Whereas with short stories, it's under 7,500 words. You also have novellas and novelettes in there between those two. But generally speaking, a short story is just going to be significantly shorter than a novel. So with that shorter amount of space, you really aren't going to get the same amount of intricacy you are with a novel, whether it's dealing with the characters, the plot, or just the descriptions and world building in general. But the big question is, is there a difference in how you write them? And I'm going to start off going over the short stories. I'm going to hit them each one at a time, but I'll start off with the short stories. And with the short story you have a lot less time and space to develop your story. Because of this, you're not going to be able to get nearly the same level of detail in your story. You just don't have the word count to do it. You also need to go with a more simple plot. It can't be this really long, intricate, detailed storyline because you'll be going over the word count. And if you're not writing specifically to get a short story, but you're just writing... It really doesn't matter, but as far as if you are trying to keep it under that 7,500 words, you really do need to focus on a simpler plot, and the shorter the story, the simpler the plot needs to be. And you are also generally limited to an individual narrative, or at least a lot fewer narratives. There is some leeway with how much you can fit in with some of these stories, because again, you can get up to over 7,000 words. You can get a decent plot in there, but you do need to make it a lot simpler and more concise than what you would with a novel. And as far as the structure goes, you generally are going to use shorter paragraphs. The sentence structure may not really change very much, but the paragraphs themselves are going to be shorter, you're going to have more of them, they're going to be broken up more, and you have to be able to convey more with less because you just don't have the words if you're trying to keep it into a short story length. And the reasoning for this is to be able to hold the reader's attention. Generally, when people are looking to read short stories, they're not sitting down for hours on end going through reading. They want something short. They want something quick that they can sit down, read, glance through, and go on to the next thing, whether they're reading more short stories or whether they're just taking a break from work and have to get back in a few minutes. So you need to be able to hold the reader's attention. And if you have these bigger, blockier paragraphs like you might in a novel, you may not even get many readers simply because they're looking for something shorter, more concise, that they can read quickly. And those blocks of text just look intimidating to someone who's not wanting to sit down and read a longer piece. So now that I've gone over that a little bit, I'm going to go ahead and read a short story I wrote just a couple weeks ago. And this one is on the shorter end of short stories. 
it came in at under 500 words. So still within short stories, you have a lot more space than what I used here, but hopefully this will give a bit of an idea, and I'll do a review of it at the end. Steady taps of rain brought life to the forest, leaves shedding the drops in a soft patter to the dirt below. Orville paced slowly onward, unbothered by the wet. For twenty years he had walked this trail. Every morning, without fail, he traced the old path. Even now, as eyesight faded and joints stiffened, through snow or storm, the memories from that path made every step worth the effort. Songbirds called, bringing memories back to the surface. The first time he treaded the path he now traced. The way the sun had filtered through the leaves, the distant cry of a hawk, the soft fall of feet beside his. Every memory brighter than the last, yet still so far away. Though everything else may fade, those memories would remain. A low whine broke Orville's reverie, disturbing the pristine softness of the woods. It took only a moment to find the source, and a moment longer for the slow shuffle of the aging man to make his way over. He could barely make out the dog for the mud that was covering the poor creature, but the unmistakable wagging of the tail kept Orville focused as he shuffled over. A limb had fallen, trapping the dog and the old man struggled to lift the branch. Mud slid beneath his feet, causing him to stumble and fall until he was just as covered as the dog. The rain had lessened to a light drizzle by the time Orville managed to free the trapped animal. It whimpered and whined as it squirmed free from the branch, though it managed to walk away with barely any limp as they went back to the trail. Where the dog had come from, the man had no idea. There was no collar, it looked far too thin, yet the creature stayed by his side as he paced slowly onward. With no way of knowing where to take it, Orville simply kept moving, following the old, well-worn path. To be truthful, he was glad for the company. It had been far too long since he shared his path with another, and the dog seemed happy enough to follow the slow pace. Orville settled back in his memories as the pair continued on, heedless of the rain and mud that soaked through them. His Sarah may be gone, nothing remaining but a few photographs and the fading memories of an old man. But she would have smiled at the sight of Orville and his new companion. She had always told him, as her time drew near, that he would need to move on, that he would need to make new memories. A single tear drew itself from the man's eye. It was late for him now, twenty years alone having taken their toll. But today, a new chapter would begin. While there may be but a few pages left in his life, Orville would make this tale one to remember. And so, to go in and analyze this piece, the whole thing only covers one defining event. I've established the character early, and there really was not much detail about the character, but it established that he was an old man walking alone. Until the single defining event, where he found the dog, and freed it from being trapped. And 
So there really wasn't much time for character development, for really showing off the world around. There's really not much backstory in there. There, I did throw a little bit in there, but there's not tons. And really, it's only a partial resolution. It still works as a full story. But the beginning of the story is not the beginning of the life. It's not the beginning of a series of events, of this continuing struggle. And the end doesn't necessarily resolve anything. But it's the end of the event. So, when you're doing short stories, that's some things to keep in mind. You really want to keep it to one or maybe two main events, depending on how long of a short story you're writing. You need to get your character established early, who they are, what they're after, anything that's going to be important later on down the road. You also aren't going to be able to give as much detail about what's going on around them. You'll be able to give some about the surrounding areas, maybe a few events going on outside, but you really, to keep it within the short story length, you don't have the space to go on and develop a full world. You don't have the space for all the outside events to affect the plot. It needs to be concise, and you need to keep it focused. Now, novels are going to differ from this because you have so many more words to use. You have time for characters to have a full development. You have the word count to give the characters a backstory, to give them more chances to grow and progress. You can also make any type of growth smaller. It doesn't necessarily need to be noticeable amounts in each scene. It can be a slow change over time that really isn't all that noticeable up until the end. You can also have multiple characters instead of just one or two characters that the whole story focuses on. You can have a whole host of characters, and whether you're doing chapters from each character's perspective, or you're doing scenes from different characters' perspective, or if you're just following one character, but you can still include a lot of other personalities within that story that are going to interact with your character and possibly affect the plot. You have the word count to add that extra information in there. You can also add in multiple events. There doesn't need to be a single defining instance for your story. And while you do want to have a big climax for a novel that really is that one defining event that the whole story built up to, the story in and of itself is not just about that event. It's also about all the lead-up. Whereas with a short story, you don't necessarily have the time to do a big lead-up. But with novels, you can have these small things that just happen slowly, here and there, spread out, that may or may not even be noticed by your reader at the beginning. But it slowly develops the plot and builds a very intricate, detailed story. You can also use these events for foreshadowing. With a novel, not everything needs to be immediately important. You can write something down that isn't going to show up for another three or four chapters, or longer. Not everything needs to be as immediate as in the moment. And you have a longer timeline to work with. Now, you can do short stories with longer timelines, but that's also going to restrict some other stuff, um, how much you can actually put in there, details, that type of thing. 
And that in and of itself is enough of a topic for an entire episode. So you'll probably hear that come up as an episode again is just the timeline for either short stories or novels. But with novels, you have a lot more time you can use to have your story take place. Not everything needs to be immediate. You can take your time. It can take days, weeks, years in story. And you can still make it flow. Everything can still be relevant to the overall happenings. And so to give a sense of this, I'm actually going to read a section from a novel I am in the middle of writing. This excerpt is only a small section. It's about the same length as the short story I just read. It is one scene within a chapter. So it's not even a full chapter from the novel. But hopefully this will give you a sense of how much can be left out in a novel for each scene. Multiple red dots popped up in Ciro's viewport, rapidly zigzagging through terrain near the ground. She couldn't see what was happening behind her with her own flight, but she hoped they hadn't already started diving towards the enemy. Flight M98. Let's let the enemy keep flying for a second. They're too busy dodging terrain to notice us if we stay above the clouds. Dive too soon and they'll scatter before we get to them. On my count. Five. Four. Screw waiting, said one of the cadets as their craft nosed down, building up speed. Most of the flight started to follow. And sure enough, the enemy fighters rose up to meet them before anyone was close enough to fire. Siryua risked a glance at her fighter's display and saw that only three of her flights still followed her. So much for a surprise attack then. A couple of heartbeats later, Siryua and her three wingmen rolled over and pulled into a curving dive, bringing them into a position behind the stragglers from the enemy flight and gave them the perfect opportunity for a strafing run. The red fighters were close enough to the ground that missiles couldn't lock onto them, but it left them too unmaneuverable to avoid the four sets of plasma bursts that came streaming at them. The violet streaks of energy arced through the low-flying fighters, sending shrapnel out in bursts of flame, and the surprised pilots jerked their crafts violently through the air in an attempt to get out of the sights of Siryua and her wingmen. The four strikers raced into the frantic dogfight, their delayed entry giving them a moment to take in the horror of scrap and explosions rocking the air. To their credit, none of the cadets hesitated to plunge into the raging frenzy, firing missiles and plasma to lead their way. Siryua lost track of how many others she hit, and how many times she was hit herself. It was clear that, had these been real fighters, all that would remain would be smoldering debris littering the land beneath the entanglement, with a haze of exhaust and plasma trails lingering in the sky. Enemy ships suddenly winked out of existence, and the skies instantly cleared, and Captain Geisen came over the comms again. So as you can see with this, pulling it from the middle of a chapter, even one of the early chapters, leaves you with a lot of backstory that you don't understand necessarily. It was about the same length as the previous piece. But the full story isn't there. And with a novel, the events can have less impact, such as this. It was a training simulation. So... 
with that training simulation, there's no real risk involved to the characters. At least, in the immediate. And you can use these events that have less of an overall impact to do a slow, gradual build-up of your story. Each event doesn't need to be immensely important. Each event can have just minor effects on the character in the story, and these little shifting changes that work like the pieces of a puzzle to put it all together. Each scene can build on each other, and building on that, each chapter will build on the others, until you have a full story. Because of the fact that you have an entire 40,000 plus words to work on a novel, it's fine to fit less information in each scene. Because they add on to each other, you don't need all the details right there. Like in the excerpt that I read, it really does not explain who Syria is. There's more on that before this in the story, and there's a lot more on who she is afterwards in the story. But this is just one small event in her lifetime. And so it doesn't need to be the defining moment. It's just one period in time that helps to show who she is. Without the context of the rest of the story, it's not necessarily going to give any sort of picture. But when put in place with the other scenes, it gives you an incredible amount of detail that you just can't fit into a short story. Now, another thing to remember with novels is you have to focus on the continuity. Because you have so many more words, because you can have so many different scenes, you need to be able to keep track of what's going on. It would come off as amateur to describe a character or scene in one way early on, and then go and describe it a different way later. Such as, if they go to a building and you say the walls are made of wood in the first chapter, and then come back seven chapters later and say that that same building now has brick walls, you've created this schism in what you've written. Two things that don't match up that should. So continuity needs to be a really big focus when you're writing a novel. Because there is so much more detail you can add, you need to be able to keep track of it and keep those details consistent. You can also have a lot more foreshadowing in novel-length writings because the events don't need to be immediately relevant. They don't need to have a major impact on the character right then, but they can lead to something that's going to happen later. You have the space to do that, and in the end, using this foreshadowing, using these small events that will lead up to the bigger event, has a greater impact later on in the story anyway. You can also have more reoccurring characters. You don't need to introduce everybody immediately. You don't need to reintroduce characters when they come into a scene. So you have a lot more space to build on these characters instead of just taking the time to give a quick introduction. And for one of the biggest things I notice with a lot of novel writing is scenes do not need a resolution. With a short story, your entire story is essentially one or two scenes. They need that resolution. But with a novel, you can leave it completely open-ended. The events don't stop just because the scene does. 
it keeps going, it keeps building. Such as with the scene I wrote. There's a training mission, the scene is over, the simulation is over. But what was the resolution of that simulation? Which side won? What are the consequences going to be for the cadets that didn't follow orders? None of that is a part of that scene, but it allows you to start the next scene while continuing the same themes. And doing that allows you to do that slow build that I've been talking about, to be able to gradually layer on the elements of the story. Events don't need to stop, and not every scene needs a resolution. Not even every chapter needs a full resolution. It can always continue on. And now to get into the kind of the differences in writing novels or short stories. And one of the more important ones is going to be the flow of events. Short stories typically are just going to be one, maybe two events. Uh, for the longer short stories, you may have four or five, but it's not a lot. You don't have too many scenes in there. The whole story is focused around one primary detail or happening. But with novels, you can do that slow build. You don't need that full stop. You don't need to have set, clear-cut events. They can run into each other and continue on even as the next event is starting. And that leads into pacing issues. Short stories need to be able to reach that conclusion. They need to have an ending, and it needs to come relatively fast. And if you do a lot of novel writing, when you go to write a short story, it can be hard to get that conclusion in there, to get that ending. And then the reverse goes for writing a novel. You can slow it down. You can show all of those hidden little details that you don't have time to get to with a short story. And people who primarily write short stories, oftentimes when they go to write a novel, they keep that same short story style. It's one event after another. Everything is clear-cut and defined. And they wind up leaving out a lot of the little details to build onto the story. So instead of having a long timeline that builds up to one main event, they have a long timeline full of separate static events that don't really add much to each other. Your intended audience is another thing you're going to need to take into consideration, because that is going to affect the structure of what you write. As I said earlier, short stories typically have smaller paragraphs or more spaced out, because the audience you're reaching out to is not going to be sitting there for an hour or two on end at a time reading. They're looking for something quick that they can read through and move on with their lives. But with novels, you want that extra density. I'm not saying you want massive half-page paragraphs, but you want a little more detail in there. You have more words to show the audience what's going on, and you can use that. You can build upon things. And the audience you're going for there is the type of person they are going to sit and read through. You may have readers that binge read the book. You may have readers that they read for one or two hours a day, but they consistently come back. But that extended attention span is what allows you to really expand your writing and build on the events and build on the characters. 
So overall, just because you have good writing for a short story does not mean that that is good writing for a novel. And vice versa. Just because you write well for a novel doesn't mean you're necessarily going to write well in short stories. And oftentimes when people who primarily do short stories go to write a novel, the novel is really choppy. It doesn't feel like it flows together. The events don't feel as connected because they're used to writing individual scenes. Whereas if you get a novel writer who's going into writing short stories, they tend to be longer, really flowy, they don't get to the point, and they often don't really have much of an ending to them at all. And either way you go, it's not good for your story. When you're writing a short story, you want that conciseness. You want that completed event. And with novels, you want that extra detail and the stringing everything together. You don't want the separate events. It's a bit of give and take. And a lot of it comes down to practice. All of that comes down to practice, whether it's the flow of events, the pacing, just how you write in general. It all comes down to practicing. So to practice short stories, one of the biggest things you can do is just write more short stories. You want to keep them focused, whether it's on a specific character or a specific event, but you want to keep it focused as narrowly as possible when you're keeping a smaller word count. You also want to work on a resolution. It doesn't have to be a definitive end, nothing else can happen, but you want that story to have its own ending. You want the reader, when they get to the end, to be able to say, okay, this is the end. And you want to work on narrowing down the events, trimming out all the extra little things going on that don't really drive the character or drive the plot. Now, to practice with novels, I consider a little more tricky because it's hard to practice a novel by writing entire novels. That's a lot of words, and it takes a lot of practice to be able to write that many words. So what I generally suggest is writing scenes. You can start out with a short story idea, but you don't want to leave it at that. You don't want it to have a resolution. You don't want that scene to fully end. The event of that scene can end, but you want the story to continue on. You don't want that resolution. And so when you're writing to practice for novels, you want to focus on that overarching goal or the overarching plot. What is that big theme for your story, and how are you going about it? And even if you are just writing a scene or two to practice, and you're not going to write the full story, you still want those scenes to point towards that overarching theme. You can also work more on building up, adding in those small details that aren't normally apparent in short stories, adding in that foreshadowing, what could happen because of these events, what are these events going to cause, what is this character's actions going to cause. Even when you're practicing by just writing scenes, you can still write like you would if you were writing a novel. To sum this all up, writing a novel and writing a short story are not the same thing. There are huge differences, and it can be really difficult for someone who primarily writes in one style 
to go over and be able to write well in the other. Just because you get better at writing one style does not mean you are going to get better in the other style. Some of the writing techniques are going to translate over, and they are going to do it well. But for general storytelling, writing one isn't going to help you with the other. And then as far as deciding which you want to write, write what you enjoy. Whatever you want to write. If you like writing the shorter stories, go for it. Write those short stories. They can be a lot of fun. And you don't necessarily have to spend tons of time on them, and you don't need to come back to the same story and same characters day after day. And if you prefer novels, then you can write more for novels. It can be amazing to really dive into all the world building and creating just this huge complex web that's all going to fit into the story and making this intricate puzzle or however, whatever style of novel you want to write. It, it can be incredibly entertaining to have this longer goal you're trying to reach. And it is incredibly satisfying when you actually reach that goal. So whatever you prefer, write that style. And you don't have to stick to just one either. And remember that whatever you write, the audience will come as you get better. You don't necessarily need to write for the audience, to write to be able to build an audience. As you write, you'll get better. And as you get better, you'll start picking up more of an audience. Whether you want to write short stories or novels, it doesn't really matter. What matters is that you find something you're passionate about. Find what you want to write and get out there and get those words down. Thank you for joining me on The Life of an Author. I'm David Patton, and I will see you next week.